we get asked a lot of really hard questions at Canon. And I gotta say that's one of our favorite things about working at Canon. Yeah, it really is. And today we get to learn about specifically how Paul can help us answer some of those questions specifically about God's law. This is a big topic and we're going to explore this over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John Drabert. And my name is Bryn Povich and we are your hosts and we work at Covenant Bay Bible Camp. Okay, I gotta say, I'm really excited for summer camp to begin. I know it's a long ways away, but I, well, I wouldn't do this job if I didn't like summer camp, right? It's so. true. It's snowing outside and it doesn't feel like summer at all, but we are almost ready to receive registrations. So here's the day, February 1st, 9 a.m., Mountain Standard Time, registration's open. So if you want to come to camp, if you and your friends want to come to camp, if you want to come to day camp, now is the time to register. So well, then is the time to register. So if any of your friends from Spain, which you were just in Spain, yes. uh, it's 1 a.m. your time that you can... No, that's not how it works. Ah. They are eight hours ahead, so it'll be middle of the day. They will be up and ready and waiting. So come to camp. <laughs> Obvious, obviously, I'm not the world travel or traveler amongst us. Yes. Uh, okay, so we are really excited for registrations and all that summer has to offer, which also means that staff applications are still open. We are accepting them. So head to covenantbay.ca for both registration and applications. Yeah, and we would love to be able to work with you, especially, we're especially looking for people who love Jesus more than anything else yeah. in the world. So, uh, Get those applications in because we'd love to work with you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, me. Yeah. Uh, so on the note of summer camp, one of my favorite things about summer camp is that kids ask really challenging questions. Every single year, a seven-year-old kid who, you know, can barely pronounce popsicle comes up to me and asks a question about God that I've never considered before. And it helps me grow in my relationship. You, when kids ask me a hard question, yeah. then I'm like, okay, I get to ask you a hard question. I come back with something like... Did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Oh, good question. And they're like, ah. And then it's a big, long debate. Cool. John also, if he can't answer the question, just sends them my way. <laughs> Which is quite often. <laughs> and then I'll send them back to John. It's a whole thing. All right. So I love it. Kids ask really hard questions. And I think one of the questions that we answer today in our podcast really is asked a lot. It is. And it has to do with the law, which is this big, sometimes confusing, very overwhelming subject. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the law is, is simply uh, written by a man named Moses. Mm -hmm. Much of the law is, is contained in a book called Leviticus. Right. But in Exodus, there's some, a bunch of laws as well. And most famously, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And so how, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but that's the law in a nutshell. Yeah. Good backstory. Okay. Okay. So again, we are in Galatians. It's a letter that Paul wrote to kind of a group of churches that were in Galatia, an area. And he is talking to people about the law, specifically in this part of the letter. And again, the law was written by Moses and spoken to the people of Israel. Yep. That's right. Whew, did it. Nailed it. So he specifically is talking, talks about Moses as this person that goes between God mm -hmm. and the people, this mediator, right. so to speak. 
Right. And yeah, a mediator is someone who brings information or conversation between one group or one person to another group or person. Mm -hmm. Okay, so today we are reading in Galatians chapter 3, verses 15 to 22. Just just seven verses. Just seven verses. They're big. There's a lot, there's a lot of information. So if you haven't read them yet, now is a good time to pause because what we're gonna say is gonna make a lot more sense. Yes, it will. Okay, let's get into this. Paul seems to mention this conversation or this debate yeah. uh, between these two different people um, about these kind of these Jewish teachers yeah. at, the, at these churches and the, uh, the people who are being taught. And they're like, but you're, you taught us something different, Paul, yeah. and these teachers are ta- teaching us something yeah. new and we don't know what to make. Yeah, and of Paul's this. kind of bringing to light this argument that's been happening between these two groups of people, or maybe confusion or lack of clarity. And as John mentioned, the religious leaders who would be Jewish were really about the law, following the law as strictly and perfectly as possible because they believed good and salvation would come of that, mm-hmm. right? And so Paul isn't like saying, oh, you just got to take sides or right. get along. He's, he's, like, he's really taking a side, his position that he had from the beginning. And um, he's not letting things just kind of be pushed under the rug. He is making a strong stance here. Yeah, uh, as Paul likes to do. So he kind of splits the two into kind of different topics, which they are, and but recognizes the the uh, rub maybe between both of them and why people are maybe confused on which to follow or, or which to understand. And so Paul really says that the law shows us our sin or that's the purpose behind it, that it reflects back to us our own sin nature. And then in conjunction with that, we can understand our relationship with God. Mm. The law also however, makes us prisoners to that sin. Yeah. If we are only using the law as the single kind of guideline, right? So he's saying the law because it's unobtainable, really, because you are constantly trying to be perfect time and time again and falling short in that, that you are a prisoner to that sin because you're constantly going to, you're going to fall into sin. And so then you try to be perfect again, you fall into sin and you try to be perfect again and you fall into sin. And that cyclical pattern is the prison. Yeah, that's right. And that's where people get stuck. And so he's saying that that circle is never going to lead you to salvation. And so he then brings that in. Yeah, essentially we can never be good enough. Yeah. We can never do enough right things to earn our salvation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other thing is this idea of this promise that was made to Abraham and we get to now live into that promise as well. Which brings about our salvation. Mm -hmm. This promise brings about our salvation, not the law. That's right. So the promise is essentially the person of Jesus Christ who was God and sacrificed himself for our sins. Mm -hmm. And we get to experience this freedom from this prison, so to speak. um, And we get to be children of God through believing in Jesus Christ. It is this massive, massive thing. So there's three things, right? Yep. There's this idea of freedom. Yep. There's this idea of being children of God. Mm -hmm. And there's this idea of this one other thing 
that the law will never do. And all these things, the law is insufficient of bringing about. Mm -hmm. It is the idea that we get to take on the character of God. Right. Which is unbelievable if you think about it. Because the more you get to know God, it's like, but I'm so far from that. Yeah. But that's exactly what God gives each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. It's about a heart transformation as opposed to the law being really just trying to action do based. right. Yeah. yeah, very much yeah. action-based. And doing right because you know that there's bad consequences, basically. Yeah. Okay, so that is the seven verses. There's a lot in there, and it's a lot to break down. So let's apply that now to our walk and how we can use that to grow in our relationship. Okay. Okay. So first of all, the, the law shows us our sin. Yeah. But it also shows us our need for salvation. Right. That it is insufficient and that we need another way for salvation. Right. Uh, it, that need is Jesus Christ. So it is Jesus who bridges the gap between us and God, similar to how the law originally was that mediator, but an imperfect mm. system. Jesus comes in, he bridges that gap, he's, and he becomes the perfect bridge, right? And so his death on the cross and his resurrection, those are the things that lead us to our salvation. And the law was never going to be able to do that. Mm. So Braden, yeah. One of the questions that you and I and, and many of our staff get a lot during summer camp yeah. and, and elsewhere is that is the question, what, what do I need to do hmm. to start a relationship with God? It's a great question. It's, it's a huge question and it's a very important question. Yeah. And I think would be, you know, maybe timely for us to maybe just take a little <laughs> bit of time to, to answer that. I agree. Okay. First of all, I think when people ask this question, it's in part because of the law. It seems like there's this lofty goal that you need to reach or obtain mm. first in goodness or holiness or understanding of God, you know, name any of those things where people say, well, I'm not that. And so I can't yet start a relationship. Right. Okay. Well, that's not true. Right. We know that mm -hmm. you can start a relationship at any time. What it takes is for you to recognize that you and us, you know, to recognize our own sin, the, the wrong that we have done by people and, and of people and, you know, to God in that relationship and recognizing that. And then to say that we're sorry for those things. We're sorry for um, maybe not recognizing God for who he is and what he's done in our life. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we then get to choose to live for and with Jesus every single day. We get to wake up and choose that day after day after day, and we get to allow Jesus to change us, to change our hearts, which as John mentioned, because Paul mentioned, it is the bringing on of God's character to ourselves. And so we say we're sorry for our sinful ways, and we say, I will follow Jesus every single day. And that's how it starts. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be at any certain part of your journey. It just is starting. Now, I'm relatively old compared to many of the campers that we have here at Covenant Bay. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've been in a relationship with God for a long time now. 
And the reality for me is that I still mess up mm-hmm. and I still lean into that promise, that person of Jesus Christ for his grace, because mm. I don't got it figured out still. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm further along than I was before, but that's the beautiful thing about mm-hmm. this, this promise is that it's not dependent upon me. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the reality is, I think if I could add it, one thing, God is choosing you. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's choosing you to be in relationship with you long before you ever thought of the idea of like, hmm, maybe I should consider a relationship with God. He yeah. was already choosing you, yeah. which is pretty incredible. And, and choosing you and loves you exactly as you are today. That's right. Growth Tip Time. Growth Tip Time. A growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus. Today's growth tip, we are going to continue looking at the law. Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask you guys to reflect on some things. Now, there's a few different ways you can do that. You could maybe write in your journal or have a conversation with a friend, go for a walk with them maybe. But we want you to take some time to reflect on a couple of questions. Yeah. Here's the thing. When we ask you these questions, it's going to be kind of easy or maybe tempting to just answer as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. The idea here is to really reflect on them and have some of the hard answers come up over time. It's not something you necessarily get to answer just once. You'll have to go back and have these conversations again. Yeah. Okay. So we want you to reflect mm-hmm. on this question. What does the law reveal about you? Hmm. Now, this is a really in-depth question. And like Braden said, you got to go deep with this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a really good uh, example of some of the commandments within the law uh, within the Old Testament would be the Ten Commandments. And mm-hmm. you could start there and you can find the Ten Commandments in the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verses 2 through 17. Mm-hmm. We then want you to reflect a little further on what these commandments can teach you about God and His character. Mm-hmm. So as you're reading through them, maybe asking yourself, why would God want these things in place? Why is it good for us to follow them? What does God get out of it? Yeah, and what does it reveal about God yeah. and his yeah. desires? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, is there something that you want to ask God about? Mm. You know, we ask that you then take the time to talk to him about those things as well. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate you. And we love hearing from you. We love getting to know your stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want you to know that we pray for all of our listeners and that they will grow in a relationship with Jesus. And that includes you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we do have a, I have an idea. Okay, so as, as I was thinking of registration for summer camp, I thought how much I love sharing about camp. Yeah. That's why we're here. That's why we, we do what we do in so many ways is because we believe summer camp is an amazing place to start and grow your relationship with Jesus. So just like us, we would love for you to share about summer camp. If you've decided to come, if you have yet to decide to come, and you want to invite a friend or a sibling or come check it out at day camp, do those things and invite somebody. Bring someone with you along for the adventure, and uh, we hope to see you here. We're really excited about it. Uh, Really, it is a summer that you will, it's like no other. It is like a summer like no other. (laughs) You will learn, you will grow, you'll be challenged, you'll ask us some hard questions, and we will be with you during the journey. 
that makes me a little bit more excited, a lot more excited yeah. about camp, considering that uh, you will be inviting your friends to camp and, mm -hmm. and joining us. So love you guys. We're praying for you. Have a great week.